I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I was like, because she said it so fast too. She was like, oh, you have like this pregnancy, blah, 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 blah. And she just like kept talking and like telling me about like my different options. And I was like, what? Like, I'm pregnant. Hello, people of the interwebs. I'm Tash Doherty, and welcome to the Practical Guide to Pussyhood, a show about birth control, periods, and liberating yourself from the patriarchy. I met with Emily in Berkeley, California. Emily is a student at UC Berkeley studying engineering. Emily now has the implant, which is a small, flexible plastic rod about the size of a matchstick, and it goes in your upper arm, and it's inserted by a doctor or a nurse practitioner. And it's actually the most effective birth control method for preventing pregnancy out there on the market right now. So you have it in your arm for three years, and it releases hormones, which stop you from ovulating, so there's no eggs for the sperm to reach. The other side effects of the implant is that it can make your periods lighter and cause some irregular spotting and bleeding. It doesn't have effects on your mood or anything or your weight. And with that, it's time to hear from Emily. I'm Emily. I'm 19 years old and I'm from Pasadena, California. I first got my period when I was in fifth grade and I was completely shocked by it. When I had my period, I didn't even like realize what it was at first. And I was like on this day long adventure with my dad and this group of people. We were like swimming too. It was like a scuba diving certification class. And I was completely terrified. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know who to talk to. And I remember that night coming home and like telling my mom and I didn't even, I couldn't even say the words. I just motioned to her to come into the bathroom and I just showed her and I started crying. I was so, I was so sad. And looking back on it, I don't know why I was so sad. Like, I guess I was scared because I didn't know what was going on with my body. But it was more than that because I had recently just had the sex ed class where they told us, you know, this is going to happen to you. I was somewhat ashamed as well because I was one of the first people in my class to get my period. I went to Catholic school um, from kindergarten through 12th grade. And from kindergarten to eighth grade, I was in a really small class of 36 people. Everyone in that class I had known since I was in kindergarten, pretty much. We like all grew up together. Yeah, and none of us talked about it for a really, really long time. And then I remember one day when we were in seventh grade, I was in Girl Scouts and our Girl Scouts were on a camping trip and somehow it came up. I forget if somebody had gotten their period on the trip and like didn't have any like feminine products with them or what was going on, but there was like some reason that someone was exposed. When that happened, everyone else was kind of like, wait, this happened to you? Because I also have my period. And it was this like whole, like it was a coming out story of I got my period and it was kind of the most ridiculous thing. So then I went to high school. There was a sex ed unit in my freshman year of high school. And I remember there was this whole issue with a woman that was supposed to come to speak on our campus. The talk was basically don't have sex and if you have sex you're going to hell type of talk. Everyone was so, you know, everyone had an opinion about it. In the school that I went to, the administration was rather conservative and controlling, but a lot of the student body and a lot of the teachers were not that way at all. 
this lady ended up being somewhat banned from our campus, but the fact that she was even suggested and it was an idea that was actually entertained in the first place is quite shocking. And and I also remember the, you know, the sex education that I received said that in the Catholic Church, they teach that you're not allowed to use any form of contraception. And that was something that I was taught by a female teacher. She was quite young herself. I remember her saying it because she had to say it, because it was her job to say it. But she kind of offhandedly was like, this is what the Catholic Church teaches, but... <laughs> If you're going to be like engaging in activities that will put you at risk for other problems such as STDs or pregnancy, she did suggest that we use birth control, but there was never really any talk about how to get birth control. The next couple years went by, nothing significant really happened. And then my junior year, um, I had my first serious boyfriend. We had sex. We like didn't always use condoms because we didn't always have them and we were just young and in love. Even when we did use condoms, like it sometimes like didn't really work, if that makes sense. The condoms didn't really like stay on very well. We'd try to use them and then after that have trouble having sex. Like he wouldn't be able to like stay hard if he had a condom on, things like that. And it just became really difficult to use that as a form of contraception. And so I was like, okay, this is uh, probably not good. And I was like very serious about getting birth control. I looked at a bunch of resources online. I like went on Planned Parenthood's website, talked to people I knew, or tried to talk to people I knew, and eventually found that I couldn't get birth control without my parents' permission because I was under the age of 18. Any doctor can write you a prescription for the birth control pill, but I couldn't see a doctor because I was under the age of 18. I could have gone to Planned Parenthood, but the issue with that was that the insurance that I currently had would not allow me to have multiple insurances at the same time. So if I were to have gone to Planned Parenthood, I would have had to sign up for um, Medi-Cal, which would have given me access to free birth control, which is a fantastic program, but would have not allowed me to use the insurance that I currently had. On top of that, like my parents would have found out if I went to Planned Parenthood and signed up for Medi-Cal because my insurance company would have been like, hey, you have more than one insurance. You can't do that. And then my mom would be like, Emily, why do you have more than one insurance type of thing? I asked my mom. I, I was very serious about getting birth control because I tried to get it by myself and I realized I couldn't. I eventually talked to her about it and she knew that I was having sex, but she did not want me to use birth control because she thought that I would have sex without a condom and she thought that I was going to get an STD if I did and I tried to like explain to her that I was in a monogamous relationship with my boyfriend at the time and that was not something that was really like a major concern of course like I was well aware of the the possibility of getting STDs when not using a condom but I like wanted to protect myself further and she just was not having it she did not allow me to do that and so I kind of just didn't have any other options left. So I just continued doing what I was doing, you know, in love with my boyfriend, the usual, the usual Emily life. And then in the fall of my senior year of high school, I got my period for like two weeks straight, three weeks straight even. And I had the worst cramps. And I like prior to this, my period had been like very irregular. I never knew when it was coming. It was always really heavy. I ruined every pair of underwear that I owned, half the like shorts and pants that I owned, so many embarrassing moments and stories. It was just always like a nuisance and like really prevented me from engaging fully in all the activities that I wanted to engage in. 
I was a, a ballerina, I still am, and that was always like the worst time is that when I wanted to dance and I'm wearing a leotard and tights and if something goes wrong, everyone in the class will know because there will be a little red stain on your tights. And I can't even tell you how many times that happened to other girls. But anyway, so my senior year, I had my period for like three weeks and I had the worst cramps. All I was eating was fruit because it felt like I was constipated. I was almost 17 and a half at this time. And my mom said, okay, we're going to go to the OBGYN. We can talk about birth control options and we can see like what's up with this three week long period business. So we go to the OBGYN. She runs a bunch of tests. We look at different options for birth control and recommends to me that I get the implant. Um, and I agree that that's a good option that I want to go for. And then we make plans for another visit. I guess more consulting, I honestly couldn't, don't remember it now. But what I do remember was a couple days later, I was at school. I remember this so vividly. It was a Friday and I had just finished taking my math test and I looked at my phone and there was a missed call from my OBGYN. So I go to the bathroom. Um, people are still taking their test. The class period isn't over yet. And I call my OBGYN back and she told me, she was like, Emily, you, you have some, you have some, some, something wrong with you, basically. And like, I, I remember saying like, you're telling me that I'm pregnant. And she was like, yes, you are. Not only are you pregnant, but it's an abnormal pregnancy. And I was like, completely shook. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I was like, cause, cause she said it so fast too. She was like, well, you have like, this pregnancy, blah, 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 blah. And she just like kept talking and like telling me about like my different options. And I was like, what? Like, I'm pregnant. From the test that she had run, she was thinking that the pregnancy was either um, an ectopic pregnancy, which means that it's in your fallopian tube instead of um, your uterus as it's supposed to be. And that can be very dangerous because your fallopian tube is not designed to have a baby growing inside of it. People like have had very serious medical implications because of it. And she said that was one option, or she said another option that is that I was having a miscarriage and there was another option of a third thing that I don't remember what it was. And she basically was like, yeah, this is what's going on. I need to run more tests. And I was still 17 at this time. And, um, and I was taking the SAT the next day, I remember. And I was just, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I just couldn't function and I couldn't tell anyone because the school that I went to was very strict about that. There was a policy in our student handbook that said that if you're pregnant and you get an abortion or something, then you will be expelled from the school. And I was like, well, I can't have a child right now. Like I'm applying to colleges. I'm like, I have all these dreams for myself. I have so many things that I want to get done. Like I just cannot have a child. That's just not an option. And so, um, I didn't know what to do. This was at the, in the morning, too. I spent the rest of the day. And so I, like, I texted my boyfriend. I called him. I was like, I need a t like, you need to call me now. And he was like, I'm in class. And I was like, I don't care. Like, you need to call me right now. <laughs> yeah, so I called him. I told him. And we were both just, like, we just laughed. It just, we just laughed because there was, we had, like, there was nothing we could do, especially for him. There was nothing that he could do. And I think that was, like, the hardest part, because he was a year older than me, and he had already gone to college on the other side of the country, and we already had been apart for a couple months. 
Um, and our, you know, our relationship was like rocky just because long distance relationships tend to be. And I just felt so alone because I couldn't tell anyone about this. If my parents found out, oh my God, they would completely just lose their shit. And I couldn't tell any of my friends because if by chance a teacher overheard, I could get expelled. So I told him and I realized there was nothing he could do. And it wasn't even like, a, oh, you're a guy who knocked up this girl and you're just leaving her to deal with it. Like, what was he supposed to do other than, you know, comfort me over the phone, which is really, it was, I guess, better than nothing, but not, not super comforting when you're a 17 year old girl who was just told that she was pregnant. A few days later, my mom ended up finding out. I don't even remember exactly how she found out. I think she had suspected it all along. And then I had to go back for some more tests, and she just started asking questions and questions and questions, and she found out. My parents were both very religious. Well, my dad's not that religious, but my mom was very religious, and she was so upset. I've never seen her so upset, and I feel like it's probably one of the worst things that's ever happened to her and it made me feel like so guilty because I was essentially like ruining my parents life right now like I'm ruining my own life but I'm also ruining theirs and I was also so angry because I wanted birth control and I tried to get it and I was not allowed to get it and I was denied access to it and it ended up that I was in this terrible situation as a result and yeah, and so I, I, I went the next day, I took the SAT, like I was completely like shaken up the entire time. I was, I'm shocked that I passed, you know, and got into colleges. Like, I don't know, it was just, it was just a terrible experience. I was like planning on going to visit my boyfriend and the doctor advised me against getting on a plane because she said that if I did have an ectopic pregnancy and there was an issue on the plane, there was chance that I could die, basically, is what she said. So I was like, great, 17, not going to get into college now because my SAT scores probably are not going to be good because I was so shaken up about this. Issues with my boyfriend, now I'm pregnant, my family's basically disowning me, and I'm probably going to get kicked out of school. Also might die on the plane. So it was just like, like, I mean, hands down, the worst thing that's ever happened to me. After some more tests, a few weeks later, they were able to determine that I was having a miscarriage, which was the best news that I possibly could have heard because it meant that I was safe and it meant that I was not going to have to be responsible for making a choice of getting an abortion, which I like would have if I had to, but would have you know created a lot more problems, especially with my religious family and school. Everything kind of worked itself out and my mom finally agreed to let me be on birth control. That was absolutely terrible. I completely ruined my relationship with my parents. I, I remember having this conversation right after my mom found out I was pregnant. She was driving me to go to dinner with my friends, and she was in the car. She found out, and she was so mad. She was screaming at me. She was calling me a baby killer because I had taken Plan B before, which she thought was like somehow synonymous to an abortion, even though it's definitely not at all, and I tried explaining that to her. She was, you know, she was screaming at me that I was a baby killer and that I, she couldn't believe that I would, like, ever kill my own child after all that she had done for me and raised me and sacrificed for me. I was super, super depressed, like, suicidal. It was just all around a terrible experience that could have been so easily avoided if I was allowed to have birth control when I deemed it appropriate. So after that, I was on the pill for a few months. I had tried to get the implant right away, 
but my OBGYN didn't have an appointment available for me for like a very long time in the future. So I was like, okay, well, I'm immediately going to be on the pill because even though I wasn't having sex, it was just after the trauma of the entire pregnancy experience, I just needed the reassurance of being on birth control. And um, I stayed on that for a few months. Eventually I switched OBGYNs. So I went to a new one, got an implant in, I believe it was March of my senior year. So several months after all this had happened, I've been on the implant ever since and I don't get my period anymore. And it is the most effective birth control and that's why I chose it. It's because the implant is the most effective birth control method. Um, and I just wanted assurance that nothing like I had experienced before would ever happen again without my consent of being pregnant. And um, I hope that anyone who listens to this can learn something from my story and choose an effective birth control method for them. I eventually went to college and it was like this complete rebirthing experience for me. It was new friends. I found purpose with my life. Everything that I did I did because I wanted to do it. Having the choice to like do everything and completely having control over my life was like amazing for me. And I just became, I became so happy. I go to UC Berkeley now. So I guess my SAT scores made it somewhere. <laughs> but I definitely feel like I was at a disadvantage in the college application process because it coincided with the time that I was going through that whole mess. The shame still hasn't gone away. I'm still not comfortable enough to talk to people about like everything. And I think that's really significant. It's something that needs to change. Emily knew she needed birth control and yet the systems and the adults in her life actually stopped her from getting it. This podcast is definitely a call to action for the parents out there who might be denying birth control to their daughters or avoiding the topic altogether. I know the conversation is probably kind of awkward, but as we can see, the situation can escalate so quickly. As we know, 50% of all pregnancies are unplanned, so just think for a minute about the person whose body this might actually happen to and what pain they might experience because of it. Now that it's all over, I'm excited to hear about all the amazing things that Emily accomplishes going forwards now that she's got the ability to make her own decisions and she's really enjoying university. Thank you.